step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
to a badass episode here on Francie and Friends. And I say this because we have got our really good friend, Chris Hannon back. Now, now, uh, Hannon. 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 Yes. Have you ever, you've ever, you've seen Mad TV, right? Yes. You remember the character uh, Lorraine on Mad TV whenever they talk and she's like, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, sometimes I feel like that. So say that, oh, it's Hannon. Go ahead. Chris Hannon. Go ahead, Chris. It's all about you, buddy. Oh wait, I got him. I got him on mute right now because we got to take care of a little bit of business. Uh, because, but he is here. He is on hold. He knows what's going on. We're gonna learn. And and I remember the last time he was on our show, I challenged him to do The Shining in uh, in the poet version of Homer Simpson. Yeah. Do you so, think he did it? He, I think so. What? All right. Yeah, that's going to be cool. If not, uh, Chris, get your pen and piece of paper out right now. We're going to push you on that one. No, so I'm really excited about this one. Um, Next week, it is 150% confirmed. Matthew Ewald will be joining us. Uh, Matthew Ewald is in the new remake of Plan 9 from Outer Space. And it is produced by a really good friend of mine who's really helped us out with uh, this Lloyd Kaufman and getting to know Lloyd Kaufman a lot better, uh, Mr. Troma himself, Stephen Hart. So, yeah, we love we love Stephen Hart. And uh, so Matthew Ewald will be joining us next week. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Okay. That, that's it, oh, that's going to be great. All right. Hey, so, uh, Hold yes, up. John. Yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned Ed Wood. Um, I got some bad news. Uh, Gregory Walcott died this week. Oh, no. Yeah, he did, yeah. Oh, that's sad news. Mm, yeah. Oh. Well, we definitely wish him and his family, uh, well, not, I guess we can't wish him, but his family and all of his friends all our best. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that means uh, Conrad okay. Brooks is probably the last member of of Ed Wood's uh, actors. We, we should totally oh, call Ed Wood with Matthew Ewald on the show. I mean, not Ed Wood, yeah. but we should call Conrad Brooks. I think I think actually Con I think Conrad changed his phone number. I don't know. John, yeah. you need to give me back uh you need to give me back Conrad Brooks' phone number so we can call him. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh Let's another thing this. another thing about this this remake of Plan Nine. Uh, uh Rudolph Gray would probably hate it. Rudolph is the, the author of of Nightmare of Exorcism, the biography of Ed Wood. He always hates these these remakes because the people making them never understand Ed Wood. Yeah, 
this one actually looks really good. It's got Mr. Lobo. It's got like a lot of. Who else is in it, Nick? I know Mr. Lobo's in it. Matthew Ewald's in it. There's a bunch of people. Mr. Lobo plays uh, what's his name? The the the, the crystal ball guy. The, the, I mean the you know the. Yeah. So yeah, this actually looks like it's really good, and it looks like they put some good money into this, and I'm really excited to see it. Yeah, but and, is the person make, so making it do? Do they really understand Edward? Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, Stephen Horror, who was one of the producers all the way out in Australia, um, he's yeah, he's a big fan of Ed Wood and all that. So he knows what he's doing, and it looks like it's really good. I, I gotta get you. I gotta get you to be friends with Stephen Horror. You'll see what I'm talking about. Stephen Horror's a genius okay. guy, and you're gonna love him. Um, Okay, so uh, John Wayne, definitely call in next week because you're going to get yeah. all the info about this. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Francie, Francie, there's something I want to yeah. ask you. Yes. Yeah, you put on your Facebook that you got a brand new computer by trading into old computers. Now, I did. How did you manage to do this? It, it was at the free market. It's a restored computer, but it's basically brand new, and it's 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 brilliant. It's a great computer. I went right on the Blog Talk Radio. I didn't have to clear out any pop-ups. It, it, I got the chat room open. I got my switchboard open. I can schedule shows now. And you take me an hour to make it, and I got all this done, like, in no time. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm always picking up old computers. I wish I could do this. Yeah, yeah, you can open up a shot. Yeah, this uh, is it, the Dell Dell Computer 620E, and mm. it's it's brilliant. Okay. I love it. And it was just a flea market. Any particular yeah, guys. she refurbished it. We, uh, okay. You know, yeah. Let's okay. get our guest. Okay, uh, I got to play a commercial from our sponsor with Black Betsy Books, Mr. Nicholas Kabuki, because he's holding out the whip and he's saying, I'm not going to pay you if you don't do this. Imagine so your worst go. nightmare, your worst fear. Then magnify it a thousand times over. Add the imagination of Nicholas Grabowski. You know the one who made Michael Myers immortal. You remember Michael. He is the thing that nightmares are made of. Add a mix of those things that not only go bump in the night, they also grab you by your throat. And you get the one and only genius of modern day horror. That's right. Nicholas Grabowski, the genius of modern day horror. Right up there with Edgar Allan Poe, Stephen King, and Dean Koontz. His tales of horror include Everborn, Halloween 4, and his newest release, Red Afterworld. You will stay up nights and you will look over your shoulder as you walk down dark streets. His work can be found at downwarden.com backslash blackbedsheet and amazon.com. Don't miss out on one of the greatest horror writers of the 21st century. <laughs> Yes. 
Read Human Nature by Matthew Ewald, author of Whispers in the Christ, available everywhere books are sold. Matthew Ewald, Human Nature, Human Nature. Animal testing unleashes unspeakable evil. From Black Bed Sheet Books. One of them is Nicholas Grabowski, and the other one is of Matthew Ewald, our guest next week. And uh, Rocky is throwing up in the chair, Nick. What? I'm doing the radio oh, yeah, show. Yeah. you got to clean up vomit. All right, let's bring oh, up our guest tonight, Mr. Chris. Oh, that really stinks so Rocky. Uh, Chris. Um, hey. Hey, guys. Okay, now, how's it going? Hey, Chris. Welcome back, buddy. What's up, Joe? Thanks for having me again. Oh. Our true nature lies within a strain of Yo. inhuman design. It's yeah. not me, I swear. Uh, I didn't do it. It's my psychic telekinesis going insane. So, but this is all about you, buddy. And not about me. Uh, no, but go ahead, Chris. It's all about you, my friend. Well, I just want to thank you guys for having me on the show again. Um, what's been going on? Everything cool? I mean, uh, I haven't oh, talked to you guys. Oh. I think it was last last August, early September, I think, the well, last time I was on the show. That's true. It's been a little while. I, I know me and you are going to be uh, there in with each other this coming weekend. Uh, we'll be out at Monster Palooza. <laughs> Where yes. where you will be doing uh, some of your uh, poetry that you have for you know not tonight, but you're saving some of those stuff for Monster Palooza. So right. no, I, oh yeah, I've got a yeah, I'm definitely gonna read you some. Uh, I wrote some recent ones that I'd love to read for you guys tonight. Um, I'm so stoked. I just want to tell you, I'm so stoked. Yo, Francie, what are you doing? Yo. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, So I can hear you. I don't know what that is. I swear I'm not using the bathroom. It sounds like somebody's flushing the toilet. And Nick's here too. So it's not me. Hold up. What is that? There's nothing on my studio. You guys got some paranormal. You? you guys got some paranormal activity going on over there. Uh, I, I must. I did hear that Block Talk Radio is haunted. Now, Chris, here's here's my question. Uh, last time you were on the show, I challenged you to do a poem about The Shining with Homer Simpson. And I totally forgot about it. <laughs> oh! Should I? Should I? That's hang okay, up Chris. I've got shining, I've got shining, I've got my shining poem that just doesn't involve the Simpsons, but I totally forgot. Should I just hang up now and you guys can tell me to fuck off or what? No, no you got to no. come up with something during the show, so you got to talk and write at the same time. I pity you. <laughs> All right, I, I'm so sorry. I, 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 I that's totally... okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, maybe I'll get you to do it uh, this weekend, anyways. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I just, I just, first of all, I just want to say that I am, uh, I'm really stoked and, you know, honored to say the least to be part of uh, Monster Palooza this coming weekend. 
you know, um, being a, you know, participant for the last almost six years has been, you know, my, uh, my favorite thing to do, but to be on the roster and to be part of, you know, the itinerary, what's going on there and, and to get up on stage and like share my poetry, I'm very, very flattered. So, uh, it should be, it should be fun, man. I'm going to do, uh, Oh, Quite yeah. a bit of poems and stuff, and uh, I'd like to share one with you guys that I actually wrote tonight. Wow, go for it. Yeah. All right, this is this is from a great movie. It, it was a remake, you know, Let the Right One In with the Swedish film. But this is the American version of Let Me In. And this is coming from the perspective of Abby, of course, who's the vampire. So here we go. My name is Abby. I'm not who I appear to be. I'm forever 12 years old. Daylight I'll never see. My father is my guardian. I'm the one who's cursed. I've come very dependent on him to supply my thirst. I met a boy named Owen. He lives right next door. He says he wants to be my friend and perhaps a little more. He seems very sweet. I know that he means well. I'll share with him my secret, one he can never tell. He tells me that he's picked on and is bullied every day. Perhaps I'll intervene and make those bastards pay. We now have a bond, a trust that be- we now have a bond, a trust that can begin. Thank you, my friend Owen, for the night you let me in. Yay. Oh, wow. Yay. <laughs> now, Chris, here's my question. Have you ever, like, shot out a publisher to uh, do your poems, a book of poems? I have not, actually. Um, I'm looking at, there, there are a couple cool things you can do with Amazon where you could actually publish, you know, uh, people write books on Amazon and you can get things published. It's just with me, you know, with what I'm writing about, I just got to look into copyright issues and things. I can't use pictures, of course, because I don't want to get sued. So, you know, oh, yeah, but that's, that's right. important. Yeah, yeah, the poems, of course, are from my own writing and stuff. And, of course, I'm using factual things that happen in the movies. And I'm trying to get, like, into the character's head, and I'm using, you know, factual points from the movies. Because, you know, these fans know these movies, like, you know, they know every frame. I don't have to explain anything to them, which is awesome, because we've seen these movies, like, so many times, because we'd love to. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking into putting, like, a little, like, coffee table book that'd be kind of cool for people who like poetry. And, you know, I think that's the reason why I got accepted to do this convention, because if no one's ever kind of done this before. You know, it, it's kind of something fresh to bring to the table to read horror poetry, um, and it's about horror movies. So the fans will totally get into it. And while I read them on stage, I will have a slideshow that corresponds with what I'm reading. So it'll flow really nicely and stuff. And I'm hopefully I'm going to get to read about 20 next Sunday at Monster Palooza. But um, yeah, I do want to give yeah I do want to give I do want to give a shout out to some friends on a, a Facebook page, a group of friends that I have been involved with for the last few weeks. They're called Horror Fanatics. So if any of you guys are listening, you freaking rock. And uh, for those of you who are listening, join that page called Horror Fanatics. It's all strictly horror. You can post basically whatever you want. It's so informative about people's opinions about movies and pictures and stuff. And I've been posting my poems, and everybody's been really recept- receptive. And I just want to 
give out a shout and love to all you guys at Horror Fanatics. You guys rock. So that's, that. oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah. one of the reasons I asked is because uh, we do have a publishing company that does sponsor us. It's called Black Veggie Books. If you want to do a little bit of research on them, they're not the kind of publishing company that says, oh, if you pay me money, I'll publish a book. No, he invests right. in you. If he likes right. what you do, he'll invest in you. Okay. So, you know, in fact, he's right here. He says, no, he doesn't really want to talk because he's trying to load some programs on his computer right now. But uh, Black Betty Books, you might want to do Joe, you know him. Uh, Well, actually, I think Chris may have met him uh, through the uh, time. uh, You remember Nick Kerbowski? Yeah. Maybe. Who wrote Halloween 4? Well, yeah. that's who runs Black Sheet Bed Books. Black Bed Books. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, and, cool. you yeah. know, I'm just saying, you know, maybe you might want to turn in some stuff to him, and when he gets time, he can read it. I'm not going to promise you anything, but you don't have to pay him to publish a book. Um, right. He invests in you. So he's not one of those, like, publishers that say, okay, if you give me money, I'll publish your book. Right, right. He wants to read it, and he's done a poetry book with uh, Jake Ostra. How do I think? And Raina Young. Um, Miss Misery, Raina Young. You know, he's done poetry with her, too. So it's just something, you know, if you want an outlet and if you want a book published, you know, I'm just saying that might be a direction you might want to go in. That's great. Because well, you are you a great me. poet. Ah, well, thank you. I appreciate that so much. Thank you. Yeah, and, uh, and the first time you were on the show, he was listening to your poetry, and he was nodding, yeah, that's really good. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> it's just cool. something I'm, I'm trying to, you know, if you want to expand, Poor this God. might be a really good outlet that, Thank you. you might no, want to go I, with. I definitely Nate. check that out. I, I appreciate that. And you know what? It's like I'm just really flattered Like when people – I've been getting a pretty overwhelming response on – because basically my friends on Facebook, I mean 99.9% of my friends on Facebook are horror movie fanatics. And so yeah. that, that's what kind of started my whole kick, you know, writing this poetry it's just to have something fun on my page to read, you know. Besides, I woke up and just had a cup of coffee, and you know, okay, great. I just, I just wanted to do something kind of fun, and the poem, you know, my poems have got a great response, and I've actually uh, got response from. Uh, I, I wrote a poem for Fright Night, and I got a response from director Tom Holland, which was beyond flattering. He loved it. Uh, I sent a poem to. Um, Heather Donahue from the Blair Witch Project, and she loved my poem, and that's like the highest form of flattery I could even have. And somebody that's actually from the movie to actually take the time and read it and like give me thumbs up. I mean, it's it's overwhelmingly cool to me. So, oh yeah, yeah I, I agree. I continue, I, <laughs> I continue to do it. But uh, I like to read you guys another one that I just wrote the other day, and this is one that I uh, kind of struggled with because. <laughs> I wrote, a, I wrote a poem from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from Leatherface's perspective. And we don't know, you know, his voice. We don't know his face. We really don't know his background. All we know is that he's fucking scary and fucks people up. <laughs> right? Yep. So, uh, can, I, can I say F-bombs on this show? Is this a family show, by the way? 
Oh no. Just okay. Go All go. right. All right. I don't mean to have a trash mouth, but uh, anyways, this is this is a poem I wrote for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that which comes from Leatherface's perspective. Here's my story, for what it is worth. It's not my fault. I was disfigured at birth. My parents were abusive and partly to blame for the reason I live this life in shame. I worked at the slaughterhouse. It seemed ideal where I could express my rage and begin to feel. I have no friends. I'm such a disgrace. I feel so alive when I wear someone's face. It's the only thing that makes me feel manly. For I am Leatherface, the saw is family. Yes. Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> yes, it is. I so agree. <laughs> I would not want to That's disagree so. with Leatherface. Yeah, absolutely. No. Uh, it's all about but Leatherface, man. It's kind of like, you know, I, I, some people who have read that have actually got kind of like teary eyes. Like, oh, man. It's like, I feel sorry no, for him. Yeah, he's, oh, he's, he's, he's up. Okay, anyway. go ahead, Chris. Yeah. Francie, are you back with us? Yes, yes. Sure. You guys have no idea what just happened to me because I accidentally, oh, my gosh, that was so scary. I was like, oh, my gosh, I just hung up on the show, and I had to call back in twice, and I'm really sorry because I, I please start the point all over. I'm really sorry. So I'm, like, calling in frantically, and they're like, no, that's not your PIN number. I was like, yes, it is. So I had to redo it, and they're like, yeah. so just by luck, they asked me if I want to hit continue on Blog Talk Radio. I never got that on my old computer. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so oh, sorry. It, no. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. fine. It was just that Chris just ended, and, you know, and all of a sudden I heard you come in and go, like, oh, Nick and I were both like, oh, thank goodness it, it worked. And we were both like, huh. <laughs> On my yeah. old computer, it wouldn't have worked. <laughs> but I'm here. I'm I'm okay. really sorry about that. I didn't mean that to happen. Welcome. I was just sitting here, like, freaking out. Welcome back, friends. Yeah. We're glad to have you. Welcome okay. back. Yeah. Maybe Leatherface won't get you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry I missed that one. Because what I was trying to do is put the phone on mute while you did the point, so that you know we wouldn't interrupt you. And it turned out that oh, that's locked. No worries. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you okay. private message. <laughs> well, here's All right. how about, uh, here's 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 one from Misery. This, this of course comes from Paul Sheldon's perspective, James Cott. How did I get here? This isn't my bed. Shouldn't I be in a hospital instead? I'm very confused. I just awoke. I'm unable to move. Every bone has broke. I wish I could run as fast as I can. She claims that she's my number one fan. She's one crazy bitch. Annie's her name. If I want to... If I want to survive, I must play her game. I'll plan my next move. The timing will be key. I must put an end to her fucking misery. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. What a great movie! Oh, it is a great movie. 
<laughs> yes, that, that that is a really good one. I like that. John, what did you Thank think you. of that one? If John Link is with us. Oh, yeah, I'm still here, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, do I, yeah. Do I, have time to, do I have time to just kind of ramble and spit out a couple more? Yeah. Go for it. All right, here's one from, uh, this is from Saw 1. This is from Amanda's perspective, of course, you know, Shawnee Smith, who ends up, you know, in sequels, being his apprentice, feels so grateful. She's the only one, actually, in the movie, if you remember, that won the game and survived. She's the one that wore the bear trap on her head in part one. So, of course, she survives that movie, and she feels in debt to him, so she becomes, you know, his partner. So this is from Saw 1 from Amanda. Where the hell am I? And why am I here? I've just woken up. My mind is unclear. I'm strapped to a chair. What the hell is this on my head? I'm told if I get up, I may wind up dead. Some weird-looking puppet calls my name. It asks me if I'd like to play a game. I must play to live, for this is a test. My heart is literally pounding right out of my chest. Not wanting to live was all a stupid lie. Life is way too precious. I do not want to die. I've won the game. I'm lucky I know. I hear the door and lock, and I'm now free to go. Nice! (laughs) Thank you. Oh, very good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How about yeah. how about how about Kurt Russell and The Thing remake? John Carpenter's The Thing. I gotta say, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of remakes. I don't think you know most horror fans are. I mean, I try to have an open mind, but yeah, I'll tell you what, John Carpenter's remake of The Thing is definitely one of the best remakes. I have ever seen. I mean, the, orig- the original one in the 50s, of course, with James Earl was awesome. But John Carpenter's vision of the remake, I, I, it, it's amazing. I mean, the cast is amazing. The, the cinematography is amazing. Acting, the effects, the whole shebang to me is like one of the best sci-fi horror movies besides Alien ever made. So here, here's, here's my uh, take on uh, McGrady's character, which is, you know, of course, Kurt Russell. We're stuck in this shithole, nowhere to run. Can this thing escape? Mankind is done. Can't trust the guys, not even the huskies. Thank God for this flamethrower and bottle of whiskey. It's impossible to know who it can be. Let's all draw blood to find out and see. A few are dead. We're down to five. I'll do whatever it takes to stay alive. Nice. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> we, we've got a caller. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Go for it. All right, here we go. This is live radio. Area code 830. Feel free to curse. Hello. How are you? Oh, we're, am we're I, good. Am, How am are I you? Live? Yeah, You're live? Right. Can you hear me? Better yes. live than dead. That's great. Listen, hey, this is Bob Durst, okay? Robert Durst. I'm, I'm sure you folks 
have seen me on television lately and all that shit. But, hey, listen, I'm calling uh, from Louisiana. Uh, Yes, I'm in jail, and uh, they don't let us watch TV here in Louisiana jail. They only let us listen to your crappy radio show. I got a lot of money. And I got one phone call, so I thought, what the fuck? I'll give you guys a call. Wow. I am honored. Wow. I am honored. So anyways, you know, I'm 71 years old. I don't know how this whole blog talk shit works. And I just thought, well, what the hell? I'll give you guys a call, you know, and see what's going on. Because, I, you know, I was listening to this guy read poems and stuff, and I'm like, good God, that's crazy that you can do anything on the Internet these days. You know, back in the 70s when I had a lot of money and stuff, and I, I'm, I mean, I, I, my wife disappeared. We didn't have any of that shit, you know? <laughs> so anyway... I was wondering, I was just wondering, you know, calling in and stuff. I mean, uh, do you have, like, a lot of female guests on your show? Because, you know, I love to talk to female guests. And, I mean, I love women. I bury them. I mean, I I, 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 I date them all over the United States. Okay. (laughs) And, you know... We we are going to get uh, the the uh, vicious winner of uh, uh, Vicky Vicky Lizzie back on the show. And oh, that sounds awesome! <laughs> Jessica Cameron's been and and hey, Jessica Cameron's been on our show a lot. Oh wow! What does she look like? Uh, yeah. uh, modern day okay. Marilyn Monroe, actually. Oh yeah, see, I like women like that, you know. <laughs> you know, I I I tried to dress up like Marilyn Monroe one time. It just didn't work. The makeup doesn't work with me, you know, because you know, being Jewish and all, it just doesn't work with a Jewish man, you know. The lipstick, it's the lipstick. I I just can't understand how that works. But hey, you know I do know I do know Nicholas Grabowski dresses up as a woman every now and then. So him and I, you know, we have something in common. I mean, he he doesn't try to be a mute woman like I did, but still, I mean, I thought he he, he looks pretty damn good in a dress. He does. He could pull Nick, it off, you know. Oh wait, you did do that drag queen video, okay? I was gonna say Nick yes, is I saw that. You to I me saw about? that on the internet. Very good. So that I, is great. Wow. My my. So, I mean, you know, like, Nick. Ahead, what Chris. Nick could do is Nick could move to Texas and pretend to be a mute deaf woman, and he could kill anybody he wants. It's, it's you know, Texas is crazy. I mean, you could do that shit in Texas. <laughs> Not that I would ever do anything like that. Uh, okay. Okay, my, Chris. My, 
my my word my word of advice to you, my friend, is just don't drop the soap. Okay. Oh, I'm not gonna be in here very long. I'm not gonna be in this prison very long. I'll be out very soon, just like you know I was back in 2000. They can't, they can't, they can't put anything on me, really. I mean, this whole thing that was on HBO, the Jinx. I mean, oh, hold on, burping, burping, hold on, burping. Okay, there we go. Uh, the whole thing that was on HBO, that was just a farce. I mean, you know, when I said that I killed Dang. them all while while I was peeing, come on, you can't you can't take that in a court of law just because I was peeing and say that I was killing them all. I was talking about the sperm coming out of my penis. They were all dying. That's what I was saying. Don't worry about that, Chris. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> So anyways, uh, uh, I just don't know what, what to say right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even have a phone call for that shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where are you going to go to next, Chris? What's your next poem? Save me. Well, let's see. You guys pick. I got one from Pet Cemetery. I've got one from uh, Amityville Horror, or I could do some creep show. Cemetery. I like cemetery because it's very hard to bury bodies in the United States. You know that, right? <laughs> it, it takes yes, a lot of do. money to do that. It, it takes a lot of money to just bury a body and, and, and make it go away. I mean, you know, uh, you, you can spend so much time and effort. Yeah. I mean, you can go to... Bottom ship, New Jersey, where they put all the, you know, all the the hoodlums put all their dead bodies and stuff like that. But I'll tell you, they will come up one day. So you got to be well, careful with these cemetery stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What, if, if you bury them at this cemetery, they're going to come back and kick your ass. So you ready for this one? <laughs> yep. Let's go for all it. Right. This, this, here's, here's Pet Cemetery. I found Church dead. It's just my luck. He must have entered the road and met a truck. I can't tell Ellie, for it will break her heart. Judd knows of a place for a brand new start. The cat came back, wasn't quite the same. He hissed and swatted when I called his name. Gage is now gone. I can hardly cope. I'll return to the place. It's my only hope. Again, I walk the path. It's my wife I now carry. The ground is sour beyond the pet cemetery. Oh, that is awesome! Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think that you should look up uh, uh, Nicholas Grabowski with Black Betsy books. No, that's cool. We'll definitely uh, we'll chat about that. I would love to look into that. That's very cool. Yeah. 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 Hey, can I do a? Can I do since we're doing poetry? Can I do a poetry? Can I do a poem? Sure. Hell, hell yeah, Robert, do it. All right. Well, this is. I'm just gonna make this up on the fly here. Okay. All right. So let's see. My wife, Kathleen McCormick. She was so pretty. So I killed her. 
That was a good Aaron? poem, wasn't it? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I can even go on with that poem. No one will ever find her body. Nobody. How's that? That's awesome. Very good. The views expressed by um, uh, Robert Durst did not reflect those of his friends. I'm burping. Sorry. I'm burping here. I'm burping. Sorry. So, so, uh, Robert, when is uh, nighttime called for you guys in Louisiana? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you say that again. No. Uh, when do they call uh, bump time in Louisiana State Prison? When do they call what? When you got to go to bed, lights out. Oh, I'm rich. They don't tell me what to do here. I, I'm living in, like, a nice luxury apartment with bars. That's all. I can go to bed whenever the hell I want to go to bed. Come on. Okay. Oh, that's if sexy. anyone would like to call in, Francie, please do so. Francie, you kind of sound sexy. Francie, you kind of sound sexy. Did you ever think about marrying an older man, an older <laughs> hippie from the 60s? He is. <laughs> Wait, what cemetery are you going to bury me in? Oh, we won't bury you. We'll just chop your head off. That's all. Throw me in a river. Would like that. We'll apologize to everybody. Don't believe any of that stuff. I'm a really nice guy, Francie. Honestly, honest. I'm a really nice guy. I treat my women with a lot of respect. I really, really, really do. Yeah. So, so Chris, what do you what do you think about this Robert uh, about Robert Durst here? Oh, <laughs> uh, wow, you know, um I don't know. <laughs> I say you're gonna be I, I say you're pretty fucked, honestly. <laughs> I don't care how much money you have, you are absolutely fucked. Why do you say That's, that? Everybody says that. They saw that HBO special which is it is biased. I mean, I sat there and I told everybody the truth. I didn't you know, I didn't uh, admit to anything. It was all, you know, I was just having fun with with with, with that director with Andrew. I mean, I had fun with the guy. Right. You were, I mean, you, you were when you when you when you were in the urinal when you when you were in the urinal and you said, "Oh, I killed them all." You were actually taking a piss and putting out all the cigarette butts. Yes, I killed those cigarette butts. That's what I was doing, you know. That's what that's that's what Bill Maher said last night. That was freaking hilarious. <laughs> or the other oh, <laughs> Bill Maher, you know, if I ever get out, I'll kill. Well, you know, I'll talk to him, you know. But who knows? <laughs> you know, who knows? I mean, jeez. Everybody kind of looks at me like I'm a killer. I'm not a killer. I'm just a hippie from the 60s, you know. I'm all into peace, love, and all that stuff. And I want to just smoke a good joint and have a good time, you know. 
But, you know, everybody, like, wants to, I'm, I'm a jinx. I was jinxed. I really was jinxed. I mean, I, yeah, come on, you know, I, my wife disappears. My best friend gets killed. The guy that I live next to in, uh, in Texas, he dies. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just jinxed. I, wherever I go, people just drop dead. I can't understand it. <laughs> what a yes, well, I... what is that yes. Joe Flynn? Is that Joe Flynn in the background? Who is that? Yes, it would be me, Joe Flynn. Uh, oh, yes. I like your gory horror film stuff. I really do. I like oh, that. You and oh, I should get good. together. I think you'd be into an older man that dresses and in, gets into dresses and stuff like that. I think you would. I really do. I mean, I really look good in a dress, Joe. I think you would probably like to find that very attractive. Well, you know, as I said, I, I'm just too nice to everyone. Maybe they'll find me someplace. Uh, Chris, what are you going to be dressed up as this year so I can hide under, you know, cover? And, uh, <laughs> I think well, honest, honestly, honestly, Joe, I was thinking of, uh, doing the Lady Gaga thing. There you, you go. Know, yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll yeah. work fantastic. Because we I all think that'll help with my defense. Lady Gaga. Yes, if I go to court, if I go to court dressed as Lady Gaga, I think they'll say, this guy is innocent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to turn him off, but everything that he says is just like making him out of the Wow, you are, you are hilarious, Robert. This is the side of court that you should show people. I should. I really should. I should show them that, you know, here I am, a nice guy. I do interviews on HBO, and I, then I do an interview on Francie and Friends. I mean, come on. You know, I'm a nice guy. Why are they got me locked up? What do you think, Joe and Chris? Go Is ahead, he a nice Chris. guy? No, I was going to say in tribute to Robert here, I got a perfect poem. Oh, here we go. A poem for Robert. Here you go, Robert. This is for you, Robert. This is from from the movie Psycho, which you fucking are. You ready? Here we go. The shower turns on from room number one. It's time for Mother to have some fun. I thoroughly clean the scene of the crime. Mother swears this will be the very last time. I'm not a psycho, as you may assume. Perhaps you'd like to reserve a room? The love from my mother grows stronger each day. My name's Norman Bates. Hope you enjoy your stay. There you go, Robert. You like that I one? just got a heart on. I just got yeah. a heart on. That's some great poetry. Thanks. I'm, uh, you can relate to that one, huh? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Give him another one, Chris. Give him another one. <laughs> well, I don't have one that's like a psycho one. I was going to read you guys one from, uh, I just wrote these from Creepshow 2. Go for it. 
All right, you remember the first one, Old Chief Woodenhead? Yes. All right, this is this is from Sam's perspective, who's the, you know, the asshole Indian who robs the store and wants to move to Hollywood. So here's here's Indian Sam. We're taking Andy's Firebird. The drive won't be too far. I'm going to fucking Hollywood, man. I'm going to be a star. But this town's gone to shit. It gets worse every day. My friends and I are out of here, man. There's no reason for us to stay. The ladies are going to love me. Just wait till they see this hair. They're not going to know what to do with themselves. They'll simply gawk and stare. There's one thing I must do that will definitely come in handy. I must go to that store where my Uncle Ben dropped off that bag of rock candy. My friends, they should have been here by now. What the hell is the deal? Old Chief Woodenhead has come for revenge. There's no fucking way he's real. Nice. Awesome. (laughs) Hey, Francie, can I tell a joke on this show? Uh, Yeah. Okay, here it is. A Bobby joke for you folks here. Everybody, I'll be all listening. Okay, here it is, okay? What is the difference between Adolf Hitler and Lance Armstrong? Oh, I'm going to get a lot of hate mail for this one tomorrow, but what is the difference? Lance Armstrong can finish a race. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of hate in the morning. Uh, so how about another claim? That was great, though. Yeah. Uh, hey, Chris. Yes, sir. I know you're going to be performing with your band coming up. When is that? Yeah, my band, Yidra, uh, is playing at in Hollywood, actually, on April 10th, Friday, April 10th, at Loaded Bar in Hollywood. Very nice. And a lot of people ask me, like, they, they hear the band name, Yidra, which is spelled Y-I-I. D-H-R-A. Yidra is a folklore character that H.P. Lovecraft wrote about back in the early 1900s. And, uh, if, you know, of course, we know H.P. Lovecraft who wrote, you know, Reanimator. Yes. Awesome movie. Uh, anyway, Pan's Labyrinth characters, you know. Yidra was one of his characters, and Yidra represents a beautiful woman who lives in the forest. And anything living is attracted to her, of course, because of her beauty. But once they get too close to her, she devours them. And when she devours them, she can shift into whatever she has devoured. Kind of like, you know, she could shift into whatever she's eaten. So that's what Yidra uh, is. She's the dream witch. And that's the wow. name of my band. I have to send you guys Very a CD. Cool. Maybe, maybe next time we could crank a couple tunes. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely have oh, to I do need that. I smoke a joint and think about that one. I Go ahead. Really good <laughs> read. But yeah. I'm, in, I'm in this. I'm in jail right now. They won't give me weed. No. Yeah. You know how Don't it is. Don't worry. Yes, we do. Joe, Joe, you could probably yes. bring me some weed. 
I mean, just, you know, get in their dress, come to to Louisiana, say you're you're my girlfriend, and, you know, you can you can stick some weed up your cooch and bring it to me. <laughs> while we make out, while we pull it out of your cooch. You guys, we do have another caller. Do I dare oh, pick it up? Pick it up. All right, 909, you are live. Feel free to curse with Robert Durst and uh, definitely Chris. And Hannon. Let's hope it's not Charles Manson. Hi, Chris. 909? Hey, who's this? I'm, I'm on your Facebook. I'm Ilya Willison. Oh, hey, what's up? Not so much. I was just going to call to read you one of my pieces. Oh, she's oh. so pretty. Read it. I'm all yours. All right. The blood is the life. I want Mina for my wife. Renfield is my slave. My brides won't behave. The blood is the life. So rich and red. The sun is coming up. I better get in my coffin, my bed. Nice. Very good. That's freaking awesome. I love it. Thanks. You turned me on. You turn me on. What, what is your name? Elia. Uh, Elia. Wow. And you're on Facebook. I gotta look you up on Facebook. Oh wow. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, this, this, is Robert, this is Robert Durst, by the way. Um, young lady. Elia, please, I have a lot please, of money, Elia. Elia, I have a lot of money, okay? I mean, I I can make you my bitch. You oh. would love it. Yeah. You would uh, love it. Yeah. Nah. Okay. You don't deserve you, man, let me tell you. Aaliyah is very sweet. I met Aaliyah actually last month at the uh, Halloween Club uh, Horror Convention. Uh, how are you, sweetheart? Thanks for calling in. Yes, thanks for being on the show. I, I actually really enjoyed the poem, and if if hey. you have any more, hey. I would definitely recommend that you uh uh if Charles Manson if Charles Manson can have a wife in jail, so can I. So come on, guys, give me a break here. Let me talk to her. You know, come on. He's talking like Robert. That's okay. All right, we're gonna play. We're gonna take a quick break, and we're gonna play Yvonne Mason. Oh, uh, hey, Elliot, thanks for calling. Thank you. Yep. And if you want to stay on, uh, please feel free. That was a great poem. We absolutely loved it. Thank you. All right, sweetie. Talk to you later. Yep. Once in a lifetime, does a great author set the stage for a wonderful trip into the minds and lives of their characters? Yvonne Mason doesn't just write books, she crafts memorable experiences. Best-selling true crime fiction author Yvonne Mason will leave you on the edge of your seat and checking behind every corner for the weirdos that only real life can breathe. Find her books on Amazon.com and make sure you check out such titles like Dreamcatcher, Failure is Never an Option, The Pink Canary, and Silent Scream today. Yvonne Mason is the woman of my dreams. 
She is a woman of my dreams. I would love to meet Yvonne Mason. Please, Yvonne, call in. Oh, my God. I am here in Louisiana with a heart on. Please call me. How about here, Robert, why don't you say this guy's name five times in the mirror and he'll definitely come for you. Ready? Here's right, here's Candyman. Here's Candyman. What have I done? Is this for real? He whispers, Yes, we made a deal. All I did was repeat his name five times in the mirror, and then he came. I wish he would just go away. I'll be his victim every day. No proof of him has ever been seen. Fear the legend of Cabrini Green. Oh, fantastic. Now, I got I to ask you, I got to ask you, Chris, when, when you're writing these poems, what inspired, I mean, is it just horror or do you watch the movies over and over and over and over again and then you come up with the poetry? You know, I actually just recently was asked that on a post I did on Facebook. I I I haven't. I mean, the movies. I've just been writing these. You know, uh, it, it's simple for me. I've seen these movies so many times. I mean, I, I've lost track of how many times I've seen these movies because I love them so much. Um, and I just from I actually basically write from memory. I mean, I, I write from off the cuff. I know the characters. And I know every detail because I am a horror fanatic. You know. Uh, so I don't like before I write a poem. It's like oh, I need to brush up and like watch this a few times. I I just I got it because <laughs> I watch you know movies every day horror movies. I got a collection of about a thousand movies here in my room alphabetically, and I just uh, it's it's a fun night here for me every night. Burping. <laughs> yeah, burping. And, I'm burping. By the way, uh, you know, uh, is our young lady still here mom. with us? What did I do? No, Leah, she hung up. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I was hoping maybe we'll run into her this coming weekend. So thank you for calling in, Leah. Yeah, I loved her her poem. That was great. Yeah. Yes, it was. Uh, And, of course, uh, again, me and Chris will be hanging out this weekend. Uh, If anyone needs us, we'll be out in uh, a secure area fighting off zombies. Maybe Chris will be, you know, off of those Walking Dead people. Shoot, well, I'll be, shoot so, I'll be yeah. one of them, though. You know that. Oh, that's right. i got to hide then. No, I'm <laughs> joking. Uh, no, but it should be a lot of fun this coming weekend uh, out in that lovely California, where, hey, I hear it's going to be hotter than, and as Kiss would say, hotter than hell. Uh, but... Uh, you never know. And of course, got any more uh, any more poems there, Chris, that you want to read? I'll I'll leave you guys with one more. How's that? To close tonight. Okay. I will do one. All right. I'll do one from I'll do one from John Carpenter's The Fog. And this is from our favorite <laughs> DJ Stevie Wayne. Yeah. Ahoy, mateys. This is Stevie Wayne. Be on the lookout for the Elizabeth Dane. We are all cursed on this very day, the 100th year anniversary of Antonio Bay. 
What we're celebrating is an absolute lie. The piece of wood shows that six must die. If you can hear me, Andy, please forgive me. I must stay on the air and warn everybody. I'm trapped in this lighthouse, unable to leave. There's something in the fog you must all believe. Oh, yeah. Nice. Excellent. And, of course, that's from The Fog, everyone, a movie that everyone should see and stuff like that. And, of course, Chris, you know, as I say, we'll be hanging out for sure uh, this week and uh, talking. And I'll probably be there videotaping a little bit of your uh, poetry reading, which that would be a lot of fun. That would be great, actually, because <laughs> I, you know, it sucks. I mean, I, I've got I've got a video camera that I bought like six years ago, and in this day and age, it might as well be a hundred years old because I lost the uh, I lost the charger. I can't charge it. I can't find a new charger anywhere. So I don't have a camera, yeah. but I don't want to ask anybody to you know film because I want you guys to have a good time. But if you can get some right. of that on video, Joe, I'd be oh, yeah. more than appreciative. Oh, yeah, and trust me, I will. You know, and as I said, uh, this weekend should be a lot of fun. I just wish Francie and Nick could come down for this, but maybe next year. Oh, that would be awesome if we could. We should do a live uh, broadcast. We should do a live broadcast. I will be, you know, I'm going to be filming for my show, but as I said, if you guys make that plan to come yeah, down. Yeah, I, I can make a show page you and could, uh, we can you know, maybe you, can, you and Chris can walk around with the uh, or if Robert Durst gets out of prison in time. <laughs> yeah. I could, no, I could go there. I really could. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, I really, I really want to meet Joe. Joe sounds oh, like a Run, Joe, oh, run. Yeah. Hey, you oh, guys, yeah. I do I do got a really good friend of ours also on. Uh, Robert, control yourself. Uh, we got Don Proctor, who's been trying to call in all night. Don, you there? Yeah. I'm here. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm, I'm here, not here. you, me. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's John. Yeah, of course John's there, John Link. He's, he's, I love John Link. Um, yeah, John. Oh, that yeah, John Link is on the line. <laughs> wow. Yeah, John Link. Everybody loves John yeah, Link. Yeah, I've seen his movies. Yeah. He's actually close to where I live. He does movies close to where I live. Hey, John. John Link. <laughs> run, you John know, Francie. Hey Francie, hey. I think I think it's lights out time, don't you? <laughs> well, apparently he gets to do what he wants to do in prison, so you know. Well, you know, you can always call him up and have him self-medicate him. <laughs> How are you doing? Hey, hey, listen, Robert Durst is a big fan of John Link. That is awesome is ooh, that he's ooh, here. Ooh. Oh yeah. John, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you that sound bite and you can play it on your show, which airs uh, Thursday, I hope. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna send you that link where it says Robert Durst is a huge fan of John Lee. Great, thanks. There it is. 
When I get out, listen, John, when I get out, you and I need to get together. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you and I could party. Yeah, I'd like I think, you to yeah. get together with my brother, Fred. Oh, I know Fred. I've heard of you talk about Fred. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we can make him disappear. We well. can go to Ship Bottom, New Jersey. I, I know how disappear. to make him disappear better. Okay. Oh, yeah. How are you, John? Hey, I know how to make him disappear better. I've got a how? master plan for that one. How? How? Oh, okay. Oh, my husband okay. used to work before on you, Before you start, uh, the views expressed by Don and Robert and John do not reflect those of Francie and Friends. Now you may continue. Oh, come on. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. No, what you do, my husband used to work on ranches, and there's a few times his boss pissed me off. So, you know, my idea was, you, you know what a pit is, right, on a ranch? Yeah, yeah. Okay, the pit is where they dump the dead cows. Yeah. So what you do is oh, you throw the body good. in there, throw a couple dead cows on it, they'll never find them. Ooh, well. What? what? Okay, on the far- on the ranches and farms, they have a pit. Yeah. What the pit is, is they put the dead animals in there. When a the cow dies or whatever, they put mm-hmm. them in the pit. Yeah. So what you do is throw a body in there, a couple cows on there, they'll never find them. Yeah. Wow. So, Chris, uh, you need to write a poem who, about that. Who is this woman talking? Who is this woman talking right now? Because I'm totally in love right now. I'm in love. Hey, Francie, we know how bad I can be, don't we? I do. You've woman? got a dark side to you. Uh, so, Chris, there's, you have there's a your sexy next... voice. You have a very sexy <laughs> voice, and you say a lot of good things. Yeah. Oh, that's you know, only one way to get rid of them. I have a whole list. Uh, you and I, you and I. Hey, all right, Brenda, like, I am on the dark side. Okay, I buy a lot me. of books. And you need to call me at. Uh, you need to call me at the at the prison here in Louisiana, <laughs> and you and I, we need we need to put our minds together here. <laughs> Because, you know, we could say a lot of things here. I think I started something, Bring didn't on. I? <laughs> hey, Chris, wow. are you still on the line with us? Me, you, and John Link, we would be a team, a very good team. Robert Durst, John Link, and whoever that woman is on the I'm other done. line. I'm done. I'm done. Don, Don, I love you, Don. I love you. You are my, you are my sweetheart till the day you die. Yes, you are, you are my sweetheart till I kill you. I love you. He wants to get okay, married in prison. Are, he, he, I can't help him there. He's I'm already married. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. There we go. Chris. Yes, sir. With us? Oh, okay, thank you. I am. Okay, no. Uh, again, I want to thank you for being on. And, uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen on this show. I swear. <laughs> hey, no, thank you guys. Uh, but welcome to the show, Don. Thanks. Uh, Chris, I would love for you to write a poem about the um, the pit where they throw the dead animals in the farm. Oh. The which one? <laughs> Go ahead, friend. 
On the farm, yes, on the farm, on on a farm or a ranch, mostly ranches because they have a lot more. But what they do is, when the cows die, or whatever horses, they throw them in a pit and they bury them. So if you throw a body in there, they ain't nobody gonna ever find them. So Francie wants you to write a poem about it. That's amazing. Oh, do you, do you have that my Homer Simpson from The Shining? Do you have my Simpson? <laughs> 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 because um, you see, because when you when you when you bury a body, it kind of stinks. But if you put like a, a cow or something over it, you know that stink <laughs> will just like cover the stink of a, a human body. That's awesome. I never thought of that. The next story is going to be the Robert Thurston. Don, if I met you 20 years ago, I wouldn't even be in this Louisiana jail right now. This has definitely been a very fun. And I, I hope, Chris, you had a good time. Chris Henry. Is that Nicholas Grabowski in the background? Oh, we know he likes to dress up as a woman. So <laughs> him and I have a lot of comments. <laughs> yeah, I'm letting him know our screen door just broke. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Yeah, he just, just shot on our screen His door just broke. Is now. pregnant? Is water broke? Is water broke? Is he pregnant? If he's pregnant, we just made a million bucks. Wow. Hey, get pregnant, damn it. I know, I try. I keep trying to have sex with you, and you never get pregnant. What's you know, going on what's with that? What's wrong with you, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be making Francie some money. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you got we got to pay for this laptop. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to fix the door. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's we're trying to... pregnancy. Oh, I got pregnant once. Here. Yeah. And, and, and that's how we got our hamster. Oh, it looks just like him. I swear. I I would put these two together, and I swear that's his son. Oh, my God. And I don't even know where the hamster came from. It just all of a sudden showed up. Yeah, okay. saved, saved us $15 at PetSmart. It did. Yeah, for doing that, because we were going to get one. And, and all we did had to do was have a little fun for, like, you know, 10 minutes. Well, I don't remember that part. I oh. don't remember it coming oh. out of the Oh, yeah. And mm. You were asleep. Good job. And... <laughs> okay. Oh. I think Chris is mad at us at this point. Chris, are you still there? Did Chris hang up on us? Chris, oh, are you no. still with us? Okay. Ah, but yes. Uh, thanks again, Chris, for being on. Did Chris uh, leave us? Did Chris leave yeah. us? Did he leave us? Yeah. He had to go. Because I think our time's running out. It looks like it's just me and Joe Flynn now. And John oh, That's awesome. And John Lee. And John yeah, Tucker. Yeah. I had to go, but I John, 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 let's talk about your brother. 
Yvonne, let's talk about your brother. Let's right. talk about your brother. <laughs> yes. Listen, is, I have a, a lot a, a of mental money. Retard with a with a college degree. I have a lot of money, and we can take care of this, you and I. Yeah. You know we can take care of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the Durf, you know, the Durf's own most of uh, of New York City. So we could, like, you know, we could, we, we could take care of your brother. So mm-hmm. tell me what you want me to do to, for your brother. Anything you want, just as long as it's fatal. <laughs> <laughs> Get throw them in the pit with the cows. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, John's got the right idea here, John. We mm. can throw him into a pit with cows, you mm. know? And yeah. you, you would be done with that guy. I mean, <laughs> really, you know? Only thing is there's no cows around here. Well, uh, I guess you gotta go. I got... I got money. I got money. I can bring cows to New Jersey. That's oh, yeah. not a problem. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. We, what hmm. we can do is we can bring it. We can bring some cows. We can take them to Ship Bottom, New Jersey. Yeah. And hey, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold again. It. Not New Jersey. I like not New, New Jersey. Jersey. I was born and raised there. I like New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, you're from New Jersey. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. See, I wouldn't even have to move you anywhere. There you <laughs> well, go. Yeah, but I'm in Pennsylvania just... now. Oh, that's too oh. bad. Yeah, because it's pro- the ground is probably frozen there now. No, actually, it's hard to snow... dig a hole. No, actually, the snow finally melted. Oh, well, good. Then, uh, Don, I can kind of meet you out there in Pennsylvania when I get out of of jail here, and, uh, <laughs> you know, we can dig a hole together. <laughs> or you can take them out to Texas or Wyoming or Montana. They're big ranches out oh, there. Oh, well, you know, Galveston was really nice when I lived in Galveston, but everybody thought I was a mute wo- woman out there, you know. It was really <laughs> weird. But, you know, Texans are stupid. You know, you can put a dress on and not talk, and they all think you're a mute woman. Those Texans are stupid. Hey, I got acquitted in Texas. What a bunch oh, no, of I idiots. I like Texas. I like Texas. Yeah, you, you can kill somebody in your house, and nobody cares. That's what Texas is about. I love Texas. I wish I was in a Texas prison right now. Yeah, you got Wyoming and Montana, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Donna, I'm falling in love with you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, ask Francie. Y'all can ask Francie. I do have my dark side. Oh, I like dark side. I like dark side. Just because because I'm a rich hippie that smokes weed, I like dark side. Okay, are we off? What was that, Francie? No. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I do have to say, Chris just PM'd me and told me he got disconnected. So, thanks again yeah. to Chris Hannum for being on. Yeah, yeah, we we gotta do that one again. Definitely. Yeah. Um, 
I'm glad you enjoyed it, Don. Uh, uh, I love hanging out out with Nick and Prancy. We love you. We love you. Uh, Joe, do you think that we should um, schedule an interview for Robert Durst? Uh, As long as it doesn't uh, interfere with anyone else's uh, show, you know, I have no... No problem. Yeah, uh, Robert, Robert, would you be willing to come on? Yes, I what? would. As li- you know, oh. actually, when I get out, when I get out, uh, you know, uh, because I'm going to get out. You know, I have a lot of money. Louisiana <laughs> is not going to be able to keep me here. I want to do a one-on-one interview with me and Joe Flynn. Joe, you're going to have to wear a dress with me. Both of us will be in a dress. We'll be mute women. Yes, Joe, you would love it. You and I are going to be the best of friends, Joe. You and I. I'll I'll make sure to wear my Kevlar. And, of course, uh, my... uh, and of course, my talking head that will be yeah. there in my place. You're uh, turning me on, I, Joe. Joe, yeah, you're I, turning I, me on. I do have a headless friend that I can always bring along too. And uh, don't worry, he's harmful. He's harmless. He doesn't bite too much. Nice. I like biting. I like biting. I'm I'm really, really into biting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know my friend Simon can't wait to meet you. John Link yeah. likes to bite, right, John? John, you yeah, like to yeah. bite, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're into biting, <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're 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 good like that, John. I yeah. know you're good like that. You paint your toenails and you like to bite people. I mean I that, paint my toenails. You paint your I did get the email from Block Talk Radio. We were number one in our showtime. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's um, awesome because because so, we had Bob Durst on. Bob Durst on. That's what it is. It's exactly. my money backing you folks. That's my money. Yeah. It's my family. You know, hey, fuck my brother Douglas. You know, my brother Douglas <laughs> thinks he owns New York. Fuck him, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and let me say, Don, I've I you educated me on this show. I I did that at she Halloween too, huh? Me. She educated me with the counting. <laughs> I mean, I was I'm like I'm like floored here, you know? I am I too. Mean, yeah. I am you know? totally floored. Um, I am uh, floored John. by Dawn. I think Dawn is a sexy bitch. I'm ready to <laughs> jump on her phone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. something out. Yeah.
Sunday so long. And we got Matthew Ewald, John Link, I hope you call in. And, uh, you know, Robert, you better call in. Hmm. Burping. They got me. <laughs> I killed them all. I killed them all. Here we go. I killed them all. I killed them all. Good night, everyone. I killed them all. You were playing uh, tag with your thirds in the in the in the um toilet is what I think you were doing. What? Okay, here we go. I killed them all. What did I do? All right, Robert, I'm gonna call you. Here we go. Speaking of biting, here we go. Uh, wait, uh, Robert, you gotta hear this song. You're gonna love it. Hello again. Hey, everyone's playing together right now. <laughs> Look, there they are. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop, stop. Luna, we can't play if you bite Poofa. We don't ever want to bite our friends. Don't, don't, don't bite your friends. Don't, don't, don't bite your friends. We don't bite our friends. Uh-uh. We don't pull their hair. Uh-uh. Friends are our friends. So we treat them with care. So don't, don't, don't bite your friends. Don't. We don't want to hurt, uh-uh, we don't want to bite, uh-uh, we don't want to fight, no way, cause that's not right, no way, so don't, don't, don't bite your friends, don't, don't, don't bite your friends, don't, don't, don't bite your friends, don't, don't, don't bite your friends. Lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.